Taste of Country Nights with your host, Sam Alex. How did it go going to the movie with Brad Paisley and Chase Bryant? Dude, it was awesome. Did he rent out the whole theater? Like, of course, Brad Paisley is the coolest. Yes, he rented out the whole theater. We were in Albuquerque. And he just said to the whole crew, he was like, movie starts at 1 a.m. Come on out. We're going to watch Spider-Man. And so, of course, we go to like the crazy theater where you're sitting in Lazy Boys pretty much. <laughs> And Chase Bryant did say that he fell asleep in the movie because after the whole show and it was awesome. And I, I love I love all the Marvel movies. Are there any and, famous people in it now? Because I, I, growing up, I always wanted to be, I just can relate to Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Of course. I, I haven't yeah. seen the most recent one. Who's I in mean, it? Uh, Robert Downey Jr. as oh, Iron yeah. Man makes a little appearance. Gwyneth Paltrow makes a little oh. appearance. And Spider-Man, I don't even know his name. But but it's not Toby Maguire or no, Andrew Garfield not. anymore. No, he's He's a young kid, and okay. he did great. Like, I thought he did really, really well. So, yeah, if you haven't seen Spider-Man, check it out. You have an album that's coming out. Everyone's I pre-ordering do. now. Sam, this is crazy. So, <laughs> we always talk about this, but Sam was my first interview in the States, like way back when, way back when. It's like when. our 10-year anniversary. It is like our 10-year anniversary. B97 um, Morning Show, Bloomington, Indiana. Oh my Indiana. goodness, so. Bean Blossom Festival so or something like that. So many good memories. <laughs> yes, yeah, Bean Blossom. Bean but, Bos- Blossom, that was. The, I think so. What was it called? That's amazing. I'm so glad we didn't go from there to here where we just had like a, a wealthy or famous parent like hand us the keys. <laughs> so to true. syndicate a radio show and an album on a major record label in 100%. Nashville. 100%. It's like. All the little pieces of the journey make you appreciate where you are. And I really feel like that's a lot of what I wrote this record about, you know. And I've been working with Christian Bush over the past few months, who is so super talented. You know, Christian Bush, we know and love from that little band called Sugarland. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but he's just like a mad scientist in the studio. And so it's it's been so amazing to finally get to record the record that I've always wanted to record, you know, for the past 16 years that I've been that I've been alive doing music. Well, no, I'm uh, unfortunately a little older than that, but, (laughs) but you know, I've, I've been doing my career ever since I was a little girl and, and it feels like it's finally the right time. So is it true? Like day one, he made you record the whole John Mayer album. Yes. So we had our first few music meetings and he was like, Lindsay, what's your favorite record? And I was like, well, continuum by John Mayer. I love it. I, I listen to it front to back all the time. He's like, perfect. I want you to go record the whole thing. I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah, the only rules are you have two weeks. You need to play all the instruments and you need to do it by yourself at your studio at the label. Go. So I was like, okay. So I, <laughs> and I you cleared knew my the schedule. Songs, right? I, I knew the songs, but it's different when you need to like really dissect something and strip it down and, play and the then riffs recreate and the it. Yeah. yeah, play the riffs, play Pino Palladino bass lines and Steve Jordan drum parts. And <laughs> I mean, I'm not a drummer, but I can figure it out, you know, if, if you give me some time. And so I cleared my schedule and 8 a.m. till 3 a.m. around the clock, I re-recorded Continuum for the next two weeks after that. And at the end of it, I hand christened this CD and I was like, all right, here's the Continuum project, as we called it. And um, he, I was like, I've just learned so much. I've learned so much about the way John Mayer plays guitar, about the way I play guitar, and most importantly, how I love to hear a band recorded in the studio. I'm just blown away. And he just laughed and Christian was like, well, now it's time for us to do that with your own music. So is that public? Would you so, all those songs? Or? So we put one of the Continuum Project songs on my EP that we released earlier this year. So if you if you go look at the Worth the Way EP, you can see Stop This Train is a song off Continuum. Um, and it's still like the exact replica of, of the demo that I sent into Christian that I made in my little janky office. 
But um, but does, we will be releasing the rest of Continuum probably okay. later this year. We just wanted to get my music out first. Yeah. Does John Mayer know you did this? I don't think so. And I'm kind of terrified because well, didn't he's you get like, to meet him at one, one of his shows recently? I did get to meet him, but I was I was so scared. Like I never <laughs> get star fright or whatever it's mm-hmm. called ever. But I've just looked up to him so much from his his musicality and his songwriting ability, and so to be able to you know, meet him, I wasn't going to be like, hey, I recorded one of your records and you've inspired me so much ever since I started playing guitar. So I was just like, hey, I'm Lindsay. And we took a picture and I asked him about like, I wanted to know what what guitar solo or what pedal he used in a specific guitar solo on his last record. So we talked about that a little bit, but I said nothing about well, I anything else. I love that because that's a real yeah, question. Yeah, so yeah, how yeah, long yeah. did he answer for? Was it, it was like good. several minutes? He, yeah, he went into full detail of how he like, tunes this guitar pedal and what it was and it was like oh that's awesome and so that was great but i definitely did not did say that i say re-recorded like, continuum did you say i'm an artist nope you didn't... no because <laughs> i want him to if he does hear it one day i want him to find it on his own merit talking about champagne love yes, that song i know and that was that's another one um when we were writing, so I wrote it with fellow artist Walker Hayes. And he was just in the studio here. No he, way! Amazing. Oh, my God. He's, he's amazing. just going to keep blowing up. He's he's so ridiculously talented. Um, but we wrote it with our friend Fred Wilhelm. And, and when we walked into the room that day, I was like, can we say the word Jessica Beale in a song? And and they were like, of course we can. Of course we can. And so Champagne was one of the um, songs you can download over you know the course of pre-ordering it. So it's actually available right now. And... And we say the word Jessica Beale in the song. And I don't, I mean, again, I don't think she's heard it. And I'm not going to be the one to be like, hey, check this out. Were you a fan of uh, Seventh Heaven growing up? Of course. Okay. <laughs> of course. I've just been a huge fan of her and, of course, of her husband and just everything that they've done together as a couple. And so it's, uh, yeah, maybe one day she'll listen to it. There's a chance she knows about it because she just played charades on The Tonight Show with Jimmy I Fallon. I saw that. With Kelsey Ballerini. I know. And Kelsey wrote a song in her album, too. I mean, so does Kelsey know that you mentioned S- Jessica Beale? I don't know song? if Kelsey knows. Because it really is a small world. That it, but possible. it is a very small world. Yeah, I was I was able to um, cut a song that Kelsey wrote, and it's so awesome. She's such a talented songwriter. And I'm happy that I could, you know, feature some fellow female songwriters on my record just because there's so many talented girls in nashville and i'm really happy that i could spotlight it a little and she bit. knows her songs on the album too? she knows her songs okay. on the album i don't think she knows of the jessica beale song yet called <laughs> okay. champagne but uh-huh. we'll call it the jessica beale song um but maybe but i was so proud of her to be on fallon that was that was really cool yeah and your singles waiting on you it is what was, what was your boyfriend's reaction when he heard it i mean he definitely <laughs> knows that i'm keeping him on his toes for sure um <laughs> You know, Waiting on You was the song that when Christian Bush first heard it, he was like, this is where we start, you know, just as far as the sound and as far as sonically, it has a little bit of blues, a little bit of rock and roll, a lot of country. And we knew that, you know, if if nobody had ever heard my name before and I could give them three minutes of something, I really wanted that to be Waiting on You. How about Worth the Wait? I love how you that song. I love how you sneak it in. Is it the last song on the album? It is the last song (laughs) on the album. I wanted the album to start and finish with Waiting songs because I feel like Waiting has been such a huge part of my career and my personal life and mm-hmm. everything I've been going through over the past few years. And I really feel like when you need to wait for things and when you need to work hard for things that you appreciate them and, and they make it yeah. worth it. So I totally wrote Worth the Wait about that whole thing. And I definitely thought it was the perfect song to finish the record Does on. Does Bobby ever unplug? Never. 
And I never really unplug either. And so at least we can understand each other in that in that point. Like there's very good understanding that we're always kind of workaholics and working 24-7. But um, but yeah, he's he's much worse than I am. Is it true you were in Australia by Keith and Nicole's house for Christmas? Pretty crazy. Is that what I saw on Instagram? Yeah. What was that like? We went to Australia for a few days. It was awesome. It was my first time I'd ever been. And my roommate Nikita is actually from there. So we went over to surprise her. And she had no idea we were coming. And, you know, you, your How friends you keep that a fly <laughs> over. It was it was it was tough. But we we knew her parents and we didn't even tell her parents. But we went to her family house um, <coughs> right before right before she came home from work. And when she walked in the living room that day, she was like, what are you what are you doing here? Like her reaction was priceless. And yeah, so Keith and Nicole were over in Australia of course, visiting family over the Christmas holidays. And um, Keith ended up texting Bobby, you know, what are you guys doing? You should come over to the house. And so he was so, so sweet. And we got to come over and spend Christmas Eve with them, which even sounds crazy. It's a crazy <laughs> sentence to say. But the two of them, Keith and Nicole, are probably the sweetest human beings you will ever meet. They're so genuine. They're so real. You know, they look you in the eyes like you're 100% the only thing they're worrying about in that moment it's it's awesome they're amazing people so is it his his parents house or did they have like their own house in australia um they have this uh this like castle beautiful uh, yes it's pretty much like a <laughs> castle yeah it's it's beautiful so they have sort of their place um in sydney where we were and then a whole bunch of their family came in so we got to meet a whole bunch of their family which was awesome and it just felt so surreal so are they all like superstar musicians too or they're just like regular anyone's aunts and uncles. They're like, they're regular people, and it's like this is crazy. We're we're hanging out with Keith and Nicole's family, and they're awesome, and they all have such great personalities, and and just hearing stories of like Keith's mom and and how supportive she was, and how proud she is, and it it was it was amazing. It was like I was talking to my own mother. <laughs> 